You're listening to the Rachel Reed Podcast, the show that brings you facts, real life, personal growth, and self-improvement topics with your host, Rachel Reed. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Once again, this is Rachel Reed with the Rachel Reed Podcast. We are back with another podcast episode. (laughs) I thank you so much for tuning in, for sharing, for liking, for listening. I'm truly, truly grateful. I I thank you so very much. I wanted to... um, Take time to just express my gratitude for a moment for thanking uh, everyone for um, listening, whether you've listened to one episode or the whole entire series so far. I truly appreciate it. Um, I've been gone. I've been just, you know, sometimes you just have to be. I've also celebrated my birthday in Puerto Rico, which was wonderful and, and, and truly great experience I, I love Puerto Rico I had a I had a blast but I wanted to touch on a, a story time topic for me um, of course this is real life topics so this topic for this episode is how being fired from my job I was fired from a job maybe around 2015 2016 how being fired from my job was one of the best days of my life. I know this sounds crazy, but it truly, truly was. It truly, truly was because I was in a position where, you know, we had the recession for a few years and given my background, it was already hard enough for me to have a job. If you know my background, I had a troubled past. I had an, well, I still do an extensive criminal history and a criminal background. Um, and it was already hard enough for me to find a job as is. So, you know, after diligently filling out application after application, you know, I I was finding, um, temporary jobs, which was the standard for me, temporary jobs. And I eventually went to, um, healthcare, um, which you know, was a a, uh, a goal of mine growing up uh, in junior high. I took health careers. So it was always embedded in me. But it was not the choice that I had because I loved warehouse because I could stay active. And for a person that does not go to the gym, that was the only workout I would get most of the time. You know, it's it's a, it's it's fast moving. It's fast paced. The time goes by. You can get paid and they pay pretty good in the warehouse. So, you know. After working several temporary jobs for several years, it was kind of, you know, repetitive. You know, as if you've ever worked a temporary job, you know that sometimes work is good and other times you're just hoping and praying something comes through or they call you and tell you, hey, we got a job and that it lasts long enough or that they may hire you on. So this was the normal for me, giving my situation at that time. So I put in countless, countless, countless applications, uh, just trying to find something more permanent to support myself and my children and, um, have incoming, uh, have income coming in 
that can maintain on a on a and provide stability rather than you know one minute I'm working and the next minute my children are looking at me like you're not going to work today but they got kind of used to the routine which was also kind of depressing because I, I I didn't want them to worry about much because as my position as their mother you know you just wanted to provide and not have them worry about anything so it was kind of depressing to see that or go through that for the most part um sometimes when the job fell through or they gave you the call you know sometimes not even giving you the courtesy of speaking to you just leaving the message on your on your voicemail hey the job no longer needs you and that's just pretty much it you just got to find out figure out what your next move is going to be and um how you're going to handle this next paycheck until you find something else so I put in several, several applications, and um, most of the time when you're not even thinking about stuff, when you when you let go and release of how things will happen and when it will happen, things just seem to happen. So this is the ideal for, this is what happened behind this job I, I received. It was like I got a, a email about a job that I completely forgot about. I for, completely forgot that I had applied for this job and when I actually did the research to go back because it had been actually a few months since I since I had applied for the job it was a new job that was coming to the area at this time I was living in North Carolina um and the job was coming to the area it was a new job so I, I, I applied for it and they were in the process of hiring people for the positions because they had got the warehouse set up and was ready to start like just open the warehouse and get everything going and and they were interviewing and we were doing the interviews and the orientations and everything so I, I responded back um when I researched the job hey the, the pay was pretty good this is right on time a permanent job no temp service I can go straight in the the interview give it my best and Actually, it worked out. I, I I laughed and joked with them. I showed my true self because I didn't want anybody going into it without knowing the true me. Hey, I joke, I kid, I laugh a lot. So <laughs> I wanted them to know that so they wouldn't be taken aback by it. And it worked out. They hired me on to the company. Um, great pay. The company was... Uh, Pretty much, it was a gun company. They they didn't manu manufacture guns. They uh, warehoused and sold different guns from manufacturers and shipped them out to uh, stores, uh, security, even police forces. Everywhere they needed, e I think even the government some had orders and, and and such like that. So it was that type of job. But the you know, it started off pretty good. The pay, the the co-workers, everything was great because everybody was new. Everybody had been everybody had been trying to find a great job, and you know, everything just seemed to fall into place. Um, in comes the police brutality issues. Um, they had always been going on, but at this time, when I uh, the more I started working with the company, it had become constant and it started to weigh heavy on me knowing that I was working for a company 
that was shipping guns to forces that were being brutal to people that were of the same skin color as me. So I had an issue uh, with this. It made me sad. It weighed heavily on me and my conscience. It, it truly did. Every day I battled with this issue of quitting um, this job and going back to the temporary jobs, um, not knowing how I was going to provide for my children from week to week, and stability. So it was a battle in my head when I tell you it was a battle every day I would talk to my co-workers which they couldn't understand um what was going on with me because it was all about the money and to me it was uh, on a it was a deeper level to it to me because it was kind of like I was purposely helping the demise of my people that's what it felt like to me. Now, others may not see it that way, but to me, every day going into this job, that's how I felt. Now, I started my own personal business. I was getting my own personal businesses. Well, my first business, uh, Think Big, Dream Big, um, I, started, I started in 2014. And I started writing books and becoming an author and everything else was pretty new. And I had this great vision for myself. And I was using the money that I was making to invest in myself and my businesses as, as well as take care of my household and my children. So it was kind of like I wanted to focus more on my business because I wanted to see the vision. I saw the vision and I wanted to, I wanted to grow the vision. But how do I expand the vision if I don't have the money, if I quit this job, where am I going to get the money from? That was the, the, the worry that was centering my thoughts because it was kind of like, okay, it was like, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. But this is my dream. This is my vision. This is what I love to do. This is where my my vibration is the highest. This is where my heart is expanded. It's like it makes me feel great to uplift people, to encourage people. It was what I wanted to do on a regular basis. But at this time, I have to do what I need to do, which is be miserable in a job that pays me well, but I'm seeing my people lose their lives at the expense of something that I may be a part of. So, finally, I think it may have been short of a year. I don't even think I made it to the year anniversary um, of this job. It might have been like maybe a month or two months short of a year. Um, they had gotten pretty, pretty busy. Um, of course, the you know, the weapon and gun business can be uh, a big business. So we had gotten pretty busy and they couldn't keep up with the hiring of the, of the, uh, regular employees so they started hiring temporary employees um which you know i knew all too well and i knew the inside of how that worked hey if they can hire temporary employees and not give away as much money and benefits then they could care less about us so they started to find the least little things about each one of us that came onto the company full-time and permanently to get rid of us to hire temporary help 
So I was no different from anyone else. I started to see people being plucked off one by one. And sooner or later, I knew that more than likely I'm going to go too. Um, I'm a bit outspoken, so I, I have no problem speaking my mind. <laughs> That's in any situation. I don't care. I'm not going to let a lot of stuff ride. When we had company meetings, um, I was always the one with the questions because I want to know. You just ain't going to send me anywhere, leave me anywhere, and I'm just not going to ask questions and just ride along for the ride. I'm not, I'm not that type of person. So I knew sooner or later my time, my clock was ticking too. So um, part of the hiring process was to do the background record check. As I've stated before, I have an extensive background. I have an extensive criminal background, a long criminal history. So I was completely honest because what could that hurt? If you're going to pull it up, you're going to see it anyway. I'm going to be completely honest about my background and let you decide for yourself. It, it, it's either yay or nay. It, it can't, I'm not any, at this point, I'm not in a position, so it can't hurt much because I can't miss what I didn't have. So I'm going to be completely honest and tell you the truth. So I was completely transparent about my background um in the beginning i had to give reasons of what i was thinking at the time why i did what i did yada 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 um which led to them hiring me because i was completely honest and gave them the background of how i had transformed and changed and you know everybody makes mistakes so i guess they you know, saw that on a personal level and decided to hire me because they actually li liked me as a person. So at the end of the day, it's all business. So when the time came for them to pick a reason to get rid of me, it resorted back to the background, my criminal background. Now, after a year, they bring up that I have a criminal history and that I lied on the application. Um, so this is this is how they choose this is how they chose to release me. Now when they told me that it was that I needed to go to the office, something within me already knew what time it was. It was kind of like I was just waiting on that moment because I knew it was a matter of time. It was coming. It was coming. Everybody was being picked off and they were going to find a reason to choose me to leave as well, but they had to find a what what was the reason. So when I tell you, when they called me to the office, they had the security outside waiting on um, whatever was going to transpire. I guess I was supposed to turn the desk over. Now, get, mind you, I might have been back in the day. <laughs> I might have just smacked stuff off the desk. But they were read, they were prepared with the security and the extra uh, the extra managers in the office and. When I tell you, boy, they were ready for war when I went in there. It, it was just like, it's laughable now, but it was kind of like, what the hell is going on? But, you know, they I sat down. They called the, the guy that I actually submitted the emails to and the paperwork to um, because he didn't work. He worked in another facility in another uh, city and state. So I actually submitted uh, the paperwork to him and the emails to him as to why uh, the hows and the whys about the criminal background, and he actually was the one that led to me being hired, like actually overriding it all. So they called him on the speakerphone, and he was on the speakerphone, and 
they gave me the flat out reason that they were giving me giving me the reason they were uh, getting rid of me was because of my criminal background and that I had lied. Now, me, I sat there and was kind of confused for just a second because I'm like, D dude, you're on the phone on the speaker and you already knew this. But I didn't. I, all I did was laugh because it was laughable. Like y'all could do no better than this. But needless to say, at the end of the day, I stood up with my dignity. I said, um, well, I, I guess I can get my stuff. And they were like, you know, well, no, you will just send somebody to give it. You can stand in here. I guess, you know, I didn't want me to go back in there and tell the people what happened or what, or they thought I was going to do some final ditch effort of like tearing stuff up, which I didn't care. I actually stood up. I told them, okay, you go get the stuff. That's fine. I'll wait at the door. I stood up when everybody was waiting on my response and say, I want to thank you, every one of you. So very much because I battled with this every single day and you've just made up my mind. When I tell you the look on their faces were priceless because it was nothing what they expected. They made, literally made up my mind for me whether to leave this job or not. And I felt the huge, I felt a huge release that I didn't have to battle with this. I, I, this was the last day that I had to come in here and battle with this with this torture and this torment of what I was feeling every day in this job. So they were kind of shocked and stunned. It was kind of like nobody had anything to say. Like I thought I, I think they thought I was being sarcastic, but I was being totally honest. I was truly grateful that this is the end. I don't have to worry about this anymore. Now I gotta worry about what I'm gonna do next as far as a job and income, but this Torture, this mind torture, I don't have to go through anymore. And I can devote more time to my family and my businesses, which is which I what is what I've done. So I think this is a great time for me to express and tell this story because during the pandemic, I know a lot of people are probably feeling like uh, they're losing hope and they don't know what to do. So if you've ever had a dream, a goal, a vision, Whatever you want to see manifest in your life, this is the perfect and opportune time to focus on that vision. You have more time to devote to yourself. You have more time to invest in yourself. You have more time to spend with family that you've probably never had time to spend because you were working your fingers to the bone. This is this could be a blessing in disguise. I can't say that some people aren't suffering because I know it is hard. Now, I'm not going to say that I didn't suffer because it seemed like at one point stuff was falling apart because I was right back in the same situation. But it gave me the freedom to focus on what I wanted to see grow and what I loved to do. And now once I got past the hard part, it is so much easier and it feels like I'm living the life that I've always imagined for myself on a small scale because I see it bigger. But right now I have other aspects that I need to focus on and I just can't just run amok and just jet set across the world just yet. I do see it coming. Trust me on that. But I, I'm I, like I said, family. I fo I'm focused on family. I, I have that. 
If I was still working a job, I wouldn't be able to even care for my mom. If I was in that position, I would probably still very much be miserable. So sometimes uh, what you see as a bad thing actually is a blessing in disguise. So this was my take on story time. As far as me being fired, how it was one of the best days of my life. And I stand by that because it made a decision for me. And sometimes when you start to feel uncomfortable and you don't move, that shift is going to happen anyway. So once you start feeling like it's time for you to, to outgrow a space and to step forward and to move forward and expand bigger, then it's time to do so. So take this time to focus on your goals, write down your goals, manifest that vision, visualize. Nothing is impossible to you. I just want you to know that. It tr it's truly, truly not. I wish you peace. I wish you love. I wish you many, many blessings. And thank you once again for listening to the Rachel Reed Podcast. Until next time, deuces. Thanks for listening to the Rachel Reed Podcast with Rachel Reed. If you like the show and want to know more, check out www.rachelreed.com or on Instagram at IamRachelReed.com. Please leave us a review on this platform and subscribe to this podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Be sure to tune in for more interesting topics. I thank you so much for listening. Until next time, many blessings.